Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ah, uh, the hooking position. The middies and the cheapies are going to be in this video. And there's a few guys that have uh, sparked my interest, and I know a lot of other people's interest, given from teams I've seen. These guys are in their side at the moment. But this kind of position here, it does come with a fair bit of risk. And it's a very awkward price point for a hooking player. And, and usually it's contingent on sort of bench guys potentially stealing some of their minutes, and they're sort of a either in a job share role or they're in a 55 to sort of 65 minute role. And, you know, many of these guys potentially have a lot of value. If the hooker, the other hooker in their club goes down injured, could be the guy that is, you know, stealing that 15 to 25 minutes, or it could be the main hooker in that side. So that's something that we are going to cover in this video that's, you know, potentially those guys come go down, that then these guys become an either even better option or they go from us not even thinking about them to them being straight in our side. So most of these options anyway are going to be very, very risky, even once we do know majority of the information coming into round one. So you know, take that with a grain of salt when you're making your side and looking for potentially, most likely, you know, the guys at the top here in the Verrill Smith a little uh, and anyone under, underneath that, they're going to be in your team likely as your second hooker in, in there. So if you're looking at them, then you're wanting them to still have that anywhere between that you know, over five points of value at a minimum, uh, or they're really serving a role to, to sort of cover it for you in around where like a Harry Grant or a Jeremy Marshall King or something like that has a, a buy. So that's what we need to look at with these guys. But let's kick it off with Sammy Verrills at the Titans there at 553k. The average is 40 for him. And when you're looking at Sammy, the, in, in games over 60 minutes, he averages a 45 points. So if you're looking at that, that's still a tick under five points of value and would still not be enough. And, and for me with him, the injuries are definitely a worry and he's someone that I would be looking to avoid at this point. I just uh, changed the footy stats here to over 40 minutes just to give you a little bit of an idea of where he's at, whether it's off the interchange or in the starting role. And he averages 42 in the 66 minutes. And that's over his career there. And that includes obviously some... Some good games here at the beginning in 2019. He missed the whole of 2020. He then played sort of half the year in 21. A good a good chunk of 22, but again, a little bit over half and then a little bit under half there 
in 2023 in those type of minute games. And, and for the most part, that also meant that he, uh, yeah, he was playing a few games underneath that. But uh, yeah, he, he obviously missed a lot in that sense. And you're looking at 2023. Let's just go straight to that now. And again, 67.7 minute, uh, minutes for 41 average. So it's pretty high and, and still not good enough. And, and you're looking at really only one really good game at 68, which included a try saver and 56 tackles for two misses, and then a 49 in a full 80-minute game with a try assist, which again, you're not going to, going to expect him to be you know, getting try assists on a week-in, week-out ba- week basis. He got uh, three last year with the line break assist, try assist in the what, sort of 10 games that he played. So... You wouldn't expect any improvement on that. Obviously, if we're going over sort of that 70 minutes, he does average at 45 and a half in those 80-minute games last year. And in the, in his career in general, when he plays you know, closer to 80 minutes, then there's the 49 and a half. So you can look at that and go, okay, potentially there's a little bit of value there. As I said, a mixture between 2019, 21, 22 there, and those few last year in 23. And you know, with those injuries combined, potentially at best nine points of value, I think you can let him go with the buy in round two as well. So there's a lot going on there. He misses round 13 as well. So two and 13, unless you're just looking for a Titan in your side to have as a, a looper in round two. But, you know, Jaden Campbell or someone like that could do that really instead, couldn't they? So that's Sammy Verrills. Brandon Smith is the next guy. He has the dual hooker and the mid again. 540K. The average is 39.3. Pretty funny, we just go and rinse and repeat with the thumbnail from last year, is the cheese worth it? And we're looking at it again this year and at a very, very similar price to what he was coming into last year in 2023. And uh, yeah, we all expected him to go a lot better, but I suppose there was that kind of a, oh, can he do it? Will he get massive minutes? And and he turns out he just got injured, was, was the big issue for Smithy. Uh, obviously with some negatives in there as well, but that usually came about because of the injury last year. So in normal games, I've put that there, and he, when he got some good minutes there, 64 minutes, it was a 44 average. So that's close to five points of value straight up at that. The jewel's obviously pretty helpful as well. There's plenty of injuries you know, across the season for him. And now with Connor Watson being back, that was kind of a, another improvement point for him last year, was that there was a chance that he could get closer to 80 minutes, given Watson, his cover, was out. And then the emergence of Sander Smith, around this year as well. And obviously he finished the year really, really strongly. Those two guys could potentially take some minutes off Smith and it could be like a 55 to 60 minute roll. So there's one of the negatives there. Um, And obviously not being too expensive at that. He's a maybe, but more closely linked to a no for me personally. But again, the the big thing with, with Brandon there is obviously that little stretch to the middle where he was a little bit more fit. So he obviously missed that game in round four after you know, coming off the interchange bench and and scoring that try early, but uh, only picking up the 31s. And again, just not being at his best. In those next bunch of games, before he got injured again, he managed to score really, really well with, with most of his games well into the 40s there. Before, again, coming off the interchange and only getting 28 minutes in round 12, and then had the eight weeks off with another, you know, with his concussion, with his rib stuff. There's a lot going on. With Smitty, and he was even saying himself over that period, he was super disappointed in how he played. And, you know, coming back, there was a, a higher chance that he was going to do well, given he he had so much pride in, in wanting to fix that and play much better. And that's what you saw through the back end of 2023. So at 23 off the bench when he came back, and as a starter, wasn't nice. A 59 and a 42, both in over 70-minute games. And again, 
this looks great, and that you know puts him up to just over that 50 average and would mean he has a good amount of value. But those minutes are very, very unlikely because the next two he went to 21 and 30 points with a 47 and 35 minutes. So again, you're not really sure what you're going to get from him on, on a weekly basis when those last those two weeks before had him in the 70s. You know, potentially that was because those next two games he was pretty tired and coming into that week and they, they dropped down his minutes. But then finished off with 67, 79 and 66 minutes there for 54, 62 and 43. They were really, really nice scores. And and then pushing into the finals, you did see these guys, the Roosters, playing much better through that back end of the season. And what you normally see when a team's going well is the scores of their individual players in important positions really increasing as well. And that's something you clearly saw from, from Brandon Smith there that you didn't see earlier on in the year when they weren't playing very well. He managed to score a couple of tries himself uh, and managed to get a couple of try assists through that middle period when... Uh, well, one try assist when he was doing well, and then one in a in a nineteen point effort, which was an absolute shocker. There in twenty eight minutes, so I think with Smithy, you need to look to him being in a team that's winning for him to be getting closer to that forty eight to fifty, which is what you'd want. You know, forty six, you probably get away with the forty five is a bit of a uh, you know six points value with the dual position. Doesn't have a buy all the way through until round fourteen, so and doesn't play Origins, so that could be very helpful playing thirteen and sixteen. And I think with Smithy, that would be the goal, is holding him longer term. Just with last year, you know, people having him for two and three uh, two and three weeks at a time, having him two or three times across the year, he can be a very frustrating player to, to own in your side due to the risk factor of him going very high in points one week and then very low in the next, and then changing his minutes week to week as well with, with guys like Connor Watson, with guys like Santa Smith in there, likely to take at minimum 10-plus minutes off him, even if they were to play a little bit through the middle or be there for injury cover, and then take a few off him at nine, like I said. But again, you want him to be up against some slightly lesser sides, I would think, for him to score well, for him to for him to get line breaks, for him to get tries, for him to get tries, and, and get those attacking stats with the offloads and the like there. So very, very unlikely that's going to happen against teams like the Broncos, Manly, Bunnies, and Penrith, and that's in the first four weeks. So potentially, I see Smitty dropping down a decent amount in price, somewhere in the sort of mid to high 400s by the time he's done with the Penrith game. And that could be due to lower minutes in the 50s. It could just be to them playing tough teams and, and him missing a bunch of tackles, given he's a three to four guy. As you can see there last year in 2023, his missed tackles sat at the 3.3 mark, making 30. Let's go to a, a year where he was a little bit more fit and firing. So yeah, 23 tackles, including that two minute game for two point, uh, sorry for 2.1 Missed tackles, so it's a little bit higher for him, obviously, with the with the minutes slight increase, forty, yeah, up eight minutes there. So, you know, a, a decent increase of one point two missed tackles per game, and obviously upping his tackles as well. I just can't see that going down too much. And against tough teams at the beginning, he's someone that I think I can definitely let go. I understand why you might want to go for a you know Grant and Smith, a, a Robson and Smith, something like that. But again, if you're going for Robson. Do you need someone like Brandon Smith as cover? I just don't think so. You know, if, if Robson gets injured, you can just trade him straight out for a Jeremy Marshall King, for a yeah, you could go up to a Grant, you can go to a Cook, you can you can go those types of plays, in my opinion. So that's Brandon Smith, and I think that's got sort, of, sort of the bulk of the video. This one is is just seeing if he was the purchase because uh, a lot of people have him in their side at the moment. The next guy and and, and probably the the second most important player in this list is going to be Jacob Little. At 536k with the Dragons there, 
They've had a lot going on, obviously. With with Volkman out now, I did write this information just before, but it still stands strong, and, and it's all going to be based on minutes. And the helpful factor here is that with, with Volkman gone now, they have signed Marshke, I believe, for, for halves cover. So it's really just going to depend what they're going to do with Kyle Flanagan. Is he going to be a starting six? Are they going to have him on in the starting six and not have any cover in the hooking position or in the half position? And if that's the case, then Little could be a really, really important buy in our sides as that mid-range guy. You could have him as a starter. You could do what you like with him. If they were to have Marshke, a Paul Turner, these types of guys on the bench, you could very easily see Flanagan move into sort of a hooking role for, for 20 minutes. That would probably mean Flanagan's really, really important as a buyer, given he could get 60, you know, 50 odd minutes in the halves and then get 20 or 25 minutes in the hooking position. And then we'd just buy Flanagan and we'd probably look to avoid little. He's going to be one of those guys we need to find out more information on for sure. Let's go into his stats now. So 39 in 53 minutes is what he got last year. So it's a pretty solid PPM for a hooker, given, you know, let's just say the top top guys get 60 and 80 minutes. So, you know, him, him that would extrapolate just out to just under that uh, in, the, in the high 50s there in an 80-minute roll. 43 in 58 minutes as a starter is what he gets. That's four points of value. So it's a bit, eh, it's not really ideal. And we need 65 to 70 minutes from him. Um, so we do need to watch this space and find out. And now let's have a look at the games where he does score. Uh Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When he does get over that 60 minutes. So Jacob Little there. Over 60 minutes across his career as well. We'll have a look at the whole thing and then just take it back to last year. So across his career, he's a 51 guy in 70 minutes. That's not even with 80, which is pretty cool. So let's just take that to last year, which was a 52 in 73 minutes. So if we could get anywhere near that, that would be great. So let's just take it over 50 minutes now because that's likely the, the kind of range he's going to be. And we did say that in he'd be around that 44 mark, which gives him five points of value. This is here 44 in 61.6 minutes. So with that PPM there of 0.72, it's okay. You'd probably like that to be a tiny bit higher if that were the minutes for him to get. So 61 minutes, you'd want him to be around, which I think is pretty fair. If they're going to have someone to cover that 15 to 20 minutes, you'd want him to be able to increase a little bit in his attacking stats, just a tick, and to get rid of those eight and seven missed tackles games. If you sit anywhere between that two to three, a game and have him under three missed tackles a game because that's a 3.2 there and only 36 made. So you want him to you know miss probably one less at 2.2 would be cool and get into about a 40 mark. 
And then he, you do see he got three try assists in that, a couple of tries. There's a, a couple of try saves as well. So those type of stats are, are pretty fair. He had a couple of line breaks as well across the season, five of them. So he definitely has some upside in attack. Is there a chance that he increases these numbers? Uh, probably just slightly. But if you do expect more of the same, what we're looking for then is just the minutes. And that's, uh, yeah, it's just going to be based on the type of team that they throw out heading into round one and, and what we see in the trials, how they, if they decide to sign anyone else and if we hear anything from Shane Flanagan as coach. And if we do hear, hear something from him, then Jacob Little could be a really important factor. If we don't hear anything, and I just think it would be too much of a risk, just knowing that he hasn't been an 80-minute guy for a while. So let's have a look at that. When did he last play 80-minute games? So last time was in first round of 2021. Um, so, the, yeah, all those games and the Tigers where he was really, really dominant. So that's a couple of uh, will be almost three, year, three years it will be by the time he gets around one since he's played an 80-minute game. So is there a chance that they'll play him 71 or is it more likely to be like a 60? And I think it's more likely to be a 60-minute type of game for Jacob Little given they want him as a bit more of a strike weapon the way he plays. he doesn't. He's not one of those guys that makes the bulk tackles apart from... Yeah, that one game in 20, in round 13 last year, he picked up the 53 tackles. Um, but these are all over 70-minute type of games in that one. And then obviously back in 2021, 51 and 57, a 53 and a 47. So he's not that guy as much anymore. Just the work rate isn't there, isn't there as much tackling. So you, they need him for the attacking style of play. Uh, and usually that means about a 60-minute roll. So that's Jacob Little uh, in that one. Cool, they're all the main guys. Phoenix Crossland, he has Braley ahead of him, likely. And even if he doesn't, he's not going to get the 80 minutes. So I think he's a, an avoid. Did really well last year. Mitch Kenny, so 483k, average 35. So he averaged 35 in 67 minutes. Yuck, that's all I had to look at to move on. Tom Starling, 465. Again, Ricky Stewart sharing the role, bit of an avoid. Harrison Graham, 463 for him. Ricky, oh, <laughs> I didn't even change that. Uh, Graham. What we need from him is uh, another injury to Jeremy Marshall King. So he scored really well when he wasn't there. And that's what we need. Um, so need an injury. I'll just write that in there. Awesome. From JMK. But let's hope that we don't get an injury from JMK. Because when he, when he had big minutes, he was able to do really well. Um, but again, until that happens, we won't speak about him. But uh, yeah, did well. But it'd be like a 40 guy. Whereas someone like Turpin could be a bit higher than that. Joey Lustig, anyone who's job sharing, it's just not great. Like Billy Walters, again, scored both of these guys, scored fairly well in, in games where they um, you know, were able to have the bulk of those hooker minutes. But if, they, if they're not getting 80 minutes, Lustig's one of those guys. When he gets 80 minutes, he's like a 40 guy, but unlikely to get 80 minutes in this team and mid-price. So it's a no. Billy Walters has the dual position, hook and half, 454, average 33. So his minutes increased a bit at the back end of the season, which is pretty cool. But he was really too volatile. He'd get sort of the big minutes one game and get a 50, and then he'd get the big minutes the next and get a 20. So that in itself is annoying, especially when you've got guys like Moza, who we'll mention later on, but you've got Corey Pakes, you've got Smoothie, who, who are going to take minutes from him anyway. So that's that with him. Aaron Clark will spend a, a tick on here. He has the dual position as well, hook and the mid, which is pretty cool. 443K, the average of 32.2. Likely, there's not a role for him with enough minutes. He needs injuries, like the end of last year. 
which worked out really well for him when him and Chris Randall were playing big minutes through either hooker or the middle, which was good. Or for Des Hasler to have faith in him as their ball playing 13. So it's a likely avoid at this point, but we do need to look at Aaron Clark and let's just talk about him for a sec, just based on that role that he could play. So he has played lock a decent amount. Who he's fighting for a spot with is Isaac Liu. He, his minutes seem to drop a decent amount across the back end of, of last year. And there is a chance that Aaron Clark has moved into that role as the bigger minute guy. So you did see Clark in certain games there. Isaac Liu was there for round 24. So that kind of hurts with the 41 minutes. But again, the new coach is what we're looking at here. But these are games over 40 minutes for Aaron Clark. So price of 32, any game over 40 minutes, he's a 40 guy in 55 minutes. So that's across hooker, that's across the interchange, that's lock, that's all of them there. If that was the case, that's eight points of value in a 55-minute roll. What does lift and what does improve there is when he gets to play, sorry, I should say, in the lock position, and you get a 50 average of him in 53 minutes. So that does include a 21 in 41 minutes there, which is a bit annoying, and a 32 in 55. But the other games, he, he goes well over a point per minute. Uh, which extrapolates out to a 0.94 ppm across his lock career. Yes, it is seven games, which is very, very low. But that's in 53 minutes as well. So with the ppm being incredible, if he was to get that roll, and let's just say it is about a 45-minute roll, that puts him at a minimum of 40 points uh, as a player and has a little bit of upside on that, probably like you know, two to two to four more points Um given he has a, a really nice PBM of 0.94. And if he was to keep that, that'd be a tick over a 42, 43 average there, which would be cool. But again, we're waiting to see what happens with this team. We know that they have guys like Keenan Palacia, who's going to come in and potentially take some minutes in the middle as well. So likely they need more minutes, so uh, more minutes to, to share around. They've got both Fermore, who's coming back as well, and he's likely to be on an edge there. And... Uh, yeah, so like before they were having a sort of a mid-tier, lower-level guy on that edge, kind of saving things, whether it was McIntyre, whether it was, I can't remember who it was last year. Um, but having both of them all back, that pushes another decent, more decent, more of their decent players into into that bench role. So even if he was to get the start, could it be like a 30 to 40-minute guy? I'm not sure. It's a tough one, but let's wait and see on, on Aaron Clark basically there. All right. Moving along from there, Zach Wolford, he's job sharing as well, so that's a no. Terps, the tackle bot Terps, what a man. Just wanted to shout him out. He needs a big minute roll. There's question marks over if he can get near that big minute roll. Uh, and he would need an injury, obviously. So it's pending Reed Marnie going down with an injury there. So at 411k, check out that. But we saw what he, was, he is able to do when he gets big minutes there. So let's go over the 50 minutes for Mr. Terps and he's a 45 guy in 70 minutes. So we're waiting for an injury. If that was to pop up, then that's great news there for us. Brennan Hands, we spoke about Lusik. He's the other job sharing guy, but if he managed to get good minutes, then that would be awesome. So yeah, keep him on your on your radars if there was to be an injury to Joey Lusik. Silva Havili, 392k. 28.5 is the average for him. He's the dual position guy as well. So we're looking for sort of 40 plus minutes here for some relevance with Silva. I just don't see it happening given they've got Talis Duncan coming in as well. Harm Sele is gone. But I just think that you've got Jai Arrow, Jai Arrow that's likely to just be playing through the middle. 
from now as well. So there's some more middle minutes there. Unless he was to spell Damien Cook a little bit at hooker and then play 20 to 25 minutes in the middle, I just can't see it. But again, if we find out a role from him, then under 400K is, is not so bad. But you do need a, a 35 plus, And you know, that's a 40 plus minute role for Silva. So not sure at this point. Mr. Jakey Granville, here's the dual position too. 356k, the cash cow of last year, screaming into relevance, but uh, surely Cotter and Lolo get more minutes, and you know, he was kind of playing big minutes when they had injuries. Freddie Lussig, hiding behind Wade Egan at the moment, so he's too far back. Uh, Pete Mamazules, uh, Mamazules, sorry. Cook watch for him, so he's in a void until Cook goes down. Let's hope he doesn't, but yeah. Corey Bakes, job sharing, no, doesn't even make the side. Chen Kum Tong, a 325. So that's painful. That price, obviously, is not bottom dollar. 28.5 was the average in the games that he played last year. So, again, we're on Croker injury watch. Likely to be on the bench from, from round one, I would imagine, given his quality of play. And, again, need an injury. Simkin there. So, 314 for him. Very, very cheap. Again, needs an nappy injury like it happened last year uh, or out through Origin or whatever it was. Garlic, Hook, and Midgel. A few people looking at him just because he played some decent minutes last year with Grant playing less which was, yeah, helpful for Garlic, obviously, but 298K. He did average 27 in 42 minutes when he got a chance, so that PPM is pretty yuck, and only five points of value, so not ideal at all with that one. Danny Levi, too many options with them. Could be job sharing. Tyson Smoothie, job sharing as well, second or third in line. Um, as well, I didn't actually... I ended up moving out Blake Moser, actually, but, yeah, there's yeah, further talk that he could be a guy that gets on the bench, but, again, until he starts... Or gets bigger minutes. He's not one to touch with. A touch, and then Sonny Luke at 271k, averaged a 19.7 last year. Had his opportunities, just didn't score well, and it doesn't look like he's going to be that guy and kick on, which is frustrating. So the best options for points and value to finish things off. I think Brandon Smith just on top, but if Little was to get bigger minutes, I'd be taking Little, just because there's so many options for cover at the Roosters, where there's little, little, <laughs> there's a little amount of cover. For the Dragons there, for sure. But there's definitely scope for more minutes with him. Zero to ten points of value. That's the thing with all these guys. They could just be priced exactly what they currently are. That's the same with uh, Brandon Smith at zero to ten points of value. The duel gives him the win over Little. And I think he's a better player, obviously. Uh, Aaron Clark, if he gets the 13 role. Turpin, if Marnie was out, we both know that we know that both of them could score really well. And then Barrels, just as your better scorer. Potentially a small bit of value. The spot is safe for him. So he has to go on that list at number five. So that's the hooking role. The uh, mid-price guys, the cheapies. Plenty to talk about. How much relevance is there? We'll find out at some point, right? There could be you know, injuries in the preseason. There could be a lot that goes on in the meantime. But until then, this is where we're at. And I hope you enjoyed that one. Thank you.